Hey, welcome, welcome back for episode number two of the Holistic Traveler podcast. I'm so incredibly excited that you're here today because we're diving into a topic that is near and dear to my soul, and that is all around solo travel. I'm going to talk more about how solo travel has had big impacts on my life, how the things that I've learned during solo travel and preparing for solo travel really have connected me or built me as an individual. We'll also look at what it kind of takes to come over some of these common fears that you might have around solo travel and how that relates back to connecting back with yourself. Stick around to the last bit of the episode where I will share a conscious living quote with you uh, to really help you feel good for the day and start your day off on a good foot. As always, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I've included a link in the show notes below, or you can hit me up with an instant message at the Holistic Traveler podcast. Send me a awesome story about one time that you got a solo travel or what the impact of solo travel has been for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Holistic Traveler podcast. My name is Travis Hoyle, fellow seeker and explorer, and this is the podcast where we deep dive into lifestyle and self-development for travelers. Join me as we discover more about the one consistent thing in all of your travel experiences, which is you. My mission is to encourage you to break out of the status quo and discover why traveling isn't just an escape, but perhaps your biggest teacher in life. Hey, like you heard, episode number two is a power-packed episode all around solo travel. And again, I'm Travis, and I'm here to empower you to get more out of your life and get more out of your travels, helping you live authentically, get unstuck, and pursue your travel goals no matter what they are or where you're at in your journey. I just want to start off to talk about how solo travel has made such a big difference in my life and actually talk about my very first trip out of the country as a young and energetic 20-year-old looking to really get um, some really deeper experience out on the road during solo travel. So the first thing that you probably should know is that I was really not one of these people that was initially into solo travel. Before this point in my life where I left for my very first solo travel trip, I had actually never traveled by myself. And importantly, I actually hadn't spent a lot of time by myself in general. I remember telling people that I was going to go fly across the world and go experience a new country all by myself. And the initial reaction that I got from all of my friends and family was, are you a little bit crazier? Are you? Is there something weird going on with you? But I knew that Solo travel was going to be super impactful for me and not putting any judgment on them because they really didn't realize what the impact of solo travel could be in their lives and importantly what the solo travel could do for my life as well. I think it's also important to note here that I wasn't looking for anything in the self-development area yet. This was just something that I was doing for myself because I felt a really strong pull and knowing that I had family ties in Norway really was this magnet for me to want to go there. And I think this is where you can actually start off with your own solo travel trip, trying to find something that feels right with you. If there's a reoccurring idea about going to a country, that might be your intuition or kind of your heart's desire starting to pull you in that direction. So don't ignore that. Start to listen to that. And we're going to get way more in depth with this episode about why that is so important for you to actually connect back to what your heart's desire is and how that can orient you to the best solo travel trip that you can have. So with solo travel and travel just in general can come with a lot of hardships, so lots of ups and downs. 
and importantly, a lot of fears that we might have around actually getting out onto the road. So how often day to day do you find yourself really repeating stories in your head or or making up these big things that might not even be based in reality? I'm so guilty of this. And this has been a big thing for me as well, even with this podcast, really to get out of my own head and start thinking about the bigger impact or how I can have these different fears and manage them in a more effective way. So some of the fears that I actually had to overcome when I was traveling to Norway for the very first time was number one, a fear around a language barrier. And in hindsight, this was no big deal because Norwegians are incredibly intelligent and can flip around and speak English, no problem. So this was a fear that I thought would be a big deal, but it turns out it really was just something that I was making up for myself. So if you have some fears about going out to solo travel and worried about language barriers, um, number one, what you can do to really help yourself is maybe learn a little bit of the language. Also, just don't worry about it too much. You're going to be smart and adaptive when you're out on the road, and you're going to get through those language barriers, and there's certainly some tools out there that you can also use to better this part of your travel to reduce some of that stress and reduce some of those fears around a language barrier. Something else that I really quickly found out as I got off the plane and made my way into Oslo, Norway, and it was a bright sunny day in, in the Norwegian summer. And I was starting to wander kind of outside of the train station, being in a new country, being around new people, no longer hearing my native language being spoken around me. And this is where travel starts to really wake you up and you start to see different things and notice different things, not only in your surroundings, but also about yourself. My fear as a young 20-year-old was actually learning to navigate and move around a brand new city. I grew up in a really small town. We didn't even have public transportation systems. So trying to actually tackle this and learn how to navigate and get myself positioned in the right spot um, was a little bit of a challenge. And I quickly realized when I was there in Norway that I am very directionally challenged. So thank goodness for things like Google Maps or other tools out there that we can use and just learn how to navigate and move around a new country. The last fear, and probably my biggest fear, um, is going back to this idea of loneliness out on the road. If I wasn't going to have a group to travel with or my family to be around while I was out traveling, how would I even take care of myself? What would I even be thinking about? All these different things were kind of swirling around in my head as I was getting onto the plane before my trip and planning the trip as well. But what I found out when I was out on the road and doing a first-time solo travel trip is that this idea of loneliness can be there, but you can also always make connections as a traveler. I talked a little bit more about this in episode one, how we can really make sure that we have these really great conversations through this commonality of being a traveler, and that is exactly what happened to me out on the road for the very first time. I made friends very easily and had that common connection by being a traveler or being a foreigner in a different country. And this is actually where I want to start to transition this idea from my story around some of the common fears that I had around solo travel and actually start talking about how this idea builds into awareness. And I'm not just talking about awareness around navigating a new city or, or language barriers or these kind of common things that we might run into as travelers, but also importantly, awareness around you as the individual traveler out there on the road getting these different experiences. So this is just a great bridging point to this common idea that you hear for travelers. And a lot of times people will say, 
Oh, you can go find yourself through travel. Travel is going to open up and, and just allow you to grow and change and do all these great things, which, which is true. But I like to think about this in a little bit deeper level. Instead of allowing this concept of how travel can allow you to find yourself, it's more about the awareness and space that travel provides so that you can connect back to your true intuition And think about this context of what I mean by space away from maybe the normal idea of the day-to-day life. In your day-to-day, you probably have so many different distractions. You have work to be completing. You have different relationships to be keeping up with, whether that is romantic relationships, friendships. You might be a parent and have kids, or maybe you have to deal with other family members that might also be going through different times or ups and downs in their lives. And this can absolutely be really hard to actually find time for yourself. And this is where travel starts to interact with this idea, when you can actually slow down and have this time and space to figure out what's going on in your life. This is where we can really start to see this idea of shifting around and allowing travel to change us or transform us. Travel allows you to be present with yourself. When you're having to deal with all of these different things on the road all at once, This is where you really have to be connected to what decisions are the best for you and what experiences are going to build you up as a traveler and just as a human being in general. What we can actually see in my mind is that solo travel fits in so well with this idea of being a holistic traveler, where we're considering your mind, your body, and spirit all helping you to get the most out of your experiences out on the road. When we do this internal work and when we start to develop ourselves from the inside, That's how we can actually reflect some of these great things that happen out on the outside as well. And this is a really constant practice that we need to engage in. It's not something that we only do out traveling. It actually comes back to what happens in your day-to-day life, how you can find certain things that connect back to you and connect back to what you desire. Again, I know that this is, is difficult to do because of all the different things going on in your life. But if we can find some of this common space and common way to really build ourselves up, these little tiny changes can result in big things or big transformations in our life. So we hear this a lot nowadays, right? Oh, develop yourself, take care of yourself first. Or people like to give this analogy of the oxygen mask, right? That fits into our travel conversation here today. You have to put on your oxygen mask in the airplane before you assist someone else's. So that is a great idea, but oftentimes we don't even hear how to do that, right? People say, take care of yourself, but we don't actually know how to do that. We become so disconnected on what we actually desire, what we actually want, that we start even losing grips or touch with what's going to make us feel good and be physically and mentally strong so that we can go pursue travel. And this is where I'm going to get just a little bit more woo-woo with you today um, and talk more about how being mindful has been so impactful in my life. When we're mindful, what this means is just to be acknowledging of what's going on in your life, how your thoughts kind of go up and down throughout the day or how your moods fluctuate. And they're supposed to fluctuate. It's just being more aware of what's actually going on. And when I say being mindful, if that sounds a little odd to you, um, that's okay. I was totally in the same boat, and I, I know that maybe this isn't your initial thought about how to reconnect with yourself, but it has been effective for me, so I think that it can also be effective for you. So I do this constantly. 
I often find myself fighting off these different stories that are floating around in my head. I think that the answer to all of my problems or, or anything that's going on is out in the external, that I can find the answer to these things by going out and traveling. But flipping this idea around again is that before we even step on a plane or get into a car for a road trip, what we can actually do is that we can start to turn the story around where self-development starts before the travel. When we're more in touch with our emotions and, and how these emotions really drive and impact our actions as well, this is how we can start to get more out of our solo travel experiences and just more out of our travel experiences in general. And this is, again, where we're going to be able to combat hardships out on the road. Maybe instead of being reactive to different things, if you miss your bus or the flight is late or something didn't quite go your way, you can now start to observe and see some of these things and just be in a better mood and respond to them in a much more effective way to get the best out of your travel. The worst thing is to ruin your trip just by having one bad experiences and spiraling downhill and not being able to recover from that. And then you don't enjoy anything on your trip. So being mindful can be a very powerful thing out on the road. So if you're kind of like me and you have some of these things where uh, you're not feeling good enough or if only my relationship would change or if I could just move cities or if I could just go out and travel that would fix all my problems, I'm going to tell you that this isn't necessarily the first spot to start. Have those ambitions and goals in mind, but remember, it starts with you. To become a better traveler, we have to be in touch with ourselves. Because our thoughts are so powerful and what we think can start to shape our reality. And if we don't slow down and really consider about what those thoughts or these spinning ideas are doing to us, then this is how we start to lose touch with our desire to go travel and how we build all these different fears around solo travel. Just like I did with the fear of language barriers or navigation or loneliness. All of these things were built up in my mind and nearly caused me not to go pursue solo travel. Now reflecting back several years later and doing many, many more solo travel trips, I can definitely see how solo travel has helped me to grow. And a lot of these more mindfulness things came later on. And this is where I'm starting to tie in all these different ideas for you as a listener about how you can actually go out and solo travel. But when we're considerate of how it is a self-development tool, that's how you can get more out of this travel experience. As I mentioned in this episode, I, I really want to split this between some self-development stuff here today, how you can hear my story and maybe relate back to that and how being mindful of your own actions and thoughts might be able to help you get out on the road. I also want to say that if you are still really worried about some of these big things that come your way with solo travel, something effective that you can do is start small. I know that Norway was a, a natural step for me for my very first solo travel trip, but it was also a country that I felt comfortable enough to tackle on my own. So start small, even if it's just something like going across the state for a night or two, uh, just seeing some different landscape, that can also really help foster this love and space that solo travel can provide to you. So there you have it today, fellow traveler. You got a lot of information all around solo travel and really where I see this idea of self-awareness connected to travel and solo travel in itself. Again, solo travel can really build or help foster some conscious choices in your life. So I really hope that you take some of those ideas that I talked about today and implement them into your life. 
Thank you again just for being here today and making some time and allowing me to really bring some of these concepts that are floating around into my head out into this travel space to hopefully help you improve in your life and improve in your travels. This is an interactive space, again, where we're going to grow together as we examine these different travel concepts and self-development concepts. So if you, again, are needing just some encouragement or new travel perspectives or just a place to connect, this is definitely the spot for you. As I said before, please reach out to me with a message. I would love to hear about your solo travel experiences and how it's impacted you as a whole. And like I said, I'm not going to leave you hanging here. I do have a conscious living quote for you today to really help get your day going. And one of the things that I've started doing is reading this book that has a conscious living quote and a conscious living practice every single day. So that's kind of part of my morning routine to get into that book. And I really thought that maybe this could be helpful for you as well. So the quote here to end the episode is, Of course, there is no formula for success except, perhaps, an unconditional acceptance of life and what it brings. And that quote is by Arthur Rubinstein. What an awesome quote to end on here today, um, putting you at the center of your life and at the center of your travels. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, I wish you the best in all of your travels. And remember, you have the power to live authentically, pursue your travel goals, and achieve the life of your dreams.